Welcome into Devori Darkens Live. What's going on? What's going on? Guys, this entire last week, it's been crazy. We've been having more people watching us on YouTube. So appreciate uh, the individuals that are showing up every day and actually watching. Good morning to you. I'm very grateful for you. I want to shout you out because, you know, when I see that, that means, okay, people are actually getting something out of this. And that's my expectation, of course. That's what I believe. So I want to shout you guys out. I want to shout out the people on TikTok, of course. Uh, you guys are really uh, been playing a huge role in what I'm doing today because I started here on TikTok. I got a lot of success on there, and I took it over here to YouTube. So I just want to do a couple of shout outs, a couple of gratitudes. Thank you, guys. This is the Devore Darkens Live uh, now, first things first, we are recording this. So if you are new and you don't know, uh, this is being replayed on YouTube. So you can go back and watch it. And uh, because this is recorded, you can listen to it on your favorite podcasting streaming service. So as we always do, we're going to start with the affirmation of the day. What is that? I am so grateful now that I'm expressing my genius in every area of my life. I'm expressing my genius. Did you know that every one of you guys, yes, you, I'm talking to you, you have genius within you. You know, when we hear the word genius, we're thinking, oh, well, you know, that ain't me. That's that guy over there or that gal over there. They're special. No, no, no. You're just as special. You're just as special. You have genius. There's uniqueness in you. We've all heard it. There's greatness within all of us. But how many of you guys actually believe that? Yeah, I want to start off with a powerful question for you this morning. How many of you actually believe that you have genius within you? This really speaks to your level of perception or understanding of who you really are. We all have heard that we're made in God's image. We've seen the results in the last thousand, two thousand years of what we can accomplish. But it's fascinating how some people still wake up in the morning and think they are less, think they're not smart. And it's just so far from the truth. You are you are a genius by default. By default. And I think when we really understand the human body that we live in, when we understand our intellect that we've been given and we understand our spiritual self, we'll see this uniqueness and this genius with inside of us. This is what has created everything that we're experiencing today. Somebody expressed their genius so they can create the things that we're using today, if you really think about it. And so you're no different than them. You're no better than them. They're no better than you. We're all the same here. You have the same ability that I do. I have the same ability that you do. The difference is the results that people are getting and their level of understanding on how to get those results. That's the only difference. But as far as gifts and talents and, and genius and greatness, we all have it. We all have it. There's no limit to your potential. You must remind yourself of this, which is why I'm telling you the affirmation of the day is I'm so grateful now that I'm expressing my genius in all areas of my life, because that's exactly what you want to do. 
You want to bring the best part of you to every area of your life, to your relationships, to your business, your career, your family, your finances, your health. You want to bring it all. And you can do it. You can improve in every area of your life. You can do that. Again, there's no limit to what we can do. We can't measure our potential. It's just too much. So having said that, um, we want to accept this affirmation. You're going to be expressing your genius in every area of your life. That's what you want. That is exactly what you want. Now, what are we talking about today? Because we're going to need to do something in order to express that genius, right? That genius. What we're going to be talking about today, guys, is how do you start using the power of repetition to make those shifts in your subconscious mind? How do you actually use repetition? Everybody knows of repetition, but how do you use repetition? That's what we're talking about. And why is that? Well, if you're sitting there right now, you're listening, you're trying to figure out, well, why do I need to listen? What is this? What is this all about? Well, it's all about helping you get what you want. And in order to get what you want in your own life, you're going to need to exercise the principle of repetition. You're going to have to reprogram some ideas uh, that are inside your subconscious mind. Why is that? Because your subconscious mind is what's controlling your behavior. It, it's what controls what you attract. It controls how you see the world, your way of thinking about things. So if we change that, then our behavior will change. What we attract will change. How we see the world will change. And if we can do that, then the results will change. Why is that? Let me go a little deeper here for people in the back who still don't get it. For every action in the universe, there is an equal and opposite reaction. So if you keep acting negative and you're not believing and you keep doubting yourself, what energy are you sending out? You're sending out negative energy. You're sending out energy based on doubt. What must you receive? You must receive more doubt. So what's controlling that doubt? What's, what's making you do that every day? Your subconscious mind. And the same way the doubt got there is the same way it gets replaced. Repetition. This is why you want to listen. This is why you want to pay attention today. It's repetition. Now, some of you guys have heard this already about the power of repetition, but we got to go back to it. We have to go back to it. Because we have new people watching, new people listening, and still, you may know about repetition, but are you actually using it? That's the question here. That's the question. Are you using it? Are you using it to help you get what you want in your life, or are you using it against yourself? That's what a lot of people are doing. They're using repetition against themselves. They're only thinking about what they don't want with repetition. When you keep thinking about what you don't want, that's exactly what is going to happen. So, what you want to do 
is make sure that you start to understand this. You start to understand the power of repetition. All right? So where do we start? We're going to start in our primary book that we read often is Think and Go Rich. This is where we start. We talked about um, in other shows, in case you haven't heard them, that when you think a thought, when you emotionalize that thought, you're placing it in your subconscious mind. That's how negative ideas got there. That's how positive ideas got there. So there's a chapter called The Subconscious Mind in Think and Go Rich. And let me get there for you guys. Give me a second here. I got on this anyway. Book there. All right. Chapter 12. Chapter 12. Okay. Chapter 12. He says, you may voluntarily plant in your subconscious mind any plan, thought, or purpose which you desire to translate into its physical or monetary equivalent. The subconscious mind acts first on the dominating desires which have been mixed with emotional feelings such as faith. Excuse me. You cannot entirely control your subconscious mind, but you can voluntarily hand over it or hand over to it any plan, desire, or purpose which you wish to be transformed into its physical equivalent. So read again instructions for using the subconscious mind in the chapter on auto-suggestion. So let's go to that chapter. If you guys don't know, auto-suggestion would be chapter four. And that's the medium for influencing your subconscious mind. And we've kind of talked about, uh, I believe I had a show on that, about influencing your subconscious mind. But what we're diving in today with is the repetition, understanding the power of repetition. Now, I read this yesterday, and so we're going to go back to it again, this statement where he says, repetition of affirmations is the only known method to developing the emotion of faith. Let me say that again. The repetition, keyword repetition, of affirmations to your subconscious mind is the only known method to develop the emotion of faith. The repetition, okay, keyword repetition. Through the dominating thoughts which one permits to remain in the conscious mind, the principle of auto-suggestion voluntarily reaches the subconscious mind and influences it with these thoughts. Now, if you're trying to figure out, okay, the principle of auto-suggestion, the principle of auto-suggestion is a term which applies to all suggestions and all self-administered stimuli which reaches one's mind through the five senses. Stated in another way, auto-suggestion is self-suggestion. So let's really get a handle on this really quick. 
you take a step back and I just want you to think for a second. What is the negative thought that you think the most? What's the negative thought that you think the most? What is that? I'm asking you that question because I want you to see that what you're doing is you're repeating that idea, that negative thought. You're using repetition to place that thought into your subconscious mind. That's what you're doing. This is why we have to rise above negativity. Because when we get caught up in negativity, we're going to hurt ourselves. That's really what's happening. The only person that's going to be, um, that's going to suffer or have any issues is going to be you because you're the one planting it in your mind. You're the one that's going to be sending out negative energy. And so that's what you're going to get back. Really think about what I'm saying. What's the negative thought that's dominating your mind? Because the more it dominates your mind, the more you're using repetition to plant it in your subconscious mind. No thought, whether it be negative or positive, can enter the subconscious mind without the aid of the principle of auto-suggestion, without using repetition. That's what he's saying. That's what he's saying. Nature has so built man that he has absolute control over the material which reaches his subconscious mind through his five senses. Although this is not meant to be construed as a statement that man always exercises this control. In the great majority of instances, he does not exercise it, which explains why so many people go through life in poverty. Meaning we already have the power to think what we want to think. Now, you know who said that? Wallace D. Waddles in The Science of Getting Rich. Your way of doing things is a direct result of the way you think about things. The way you think about things, you're planting that in your subconscious mind. And you have the power to think the way you want to think. So in order to get what you want, you have to start thinking the way that you want to think. Uh, this is what he was saying. You have to start thinking your own truth, regardless of the appearances. You see, you're either doing one of two things. Number one, you're either reprogramming yourself based on your environment, based on what you see from people, the news, music, Hollywood movies, your friends or family, your environment, your results, your health, your fitness, your finances. You're either allowing all that to program and plant ideas in your subconscious mind, or you're thinking your own self. You're thinking for your own self using your imagination. You're thinking your own truth. And you're using that to reprogram your subconscious mind. Now, if you're interested in that, that would be in the science of getting rich, chapter four, the first principle in the science of getting rich. Where does it say that exactly? It says it right here. A human being is a thinking center and can originate thought. 
All the forms that a person fashes with his or her hands must first emerge from thought. An individual cannot shape a thing until the same individual has a thought about that thing. Now, in other words, a construction worker does not create a home. Uh, it just does not poof and appear, even though they imagine it. Through their imagination, it helps them realize what equipment they're going to need, what um, uh, labor they're going to need, uh, what hardware they're going to need to build the home. And then when they build a home, it matches the imagination that they had. It's the power of thought. It's our thoughts that lead to things in our life. Why? Because we live in a thought world. And this world is a part of a thought universe. Now, whether you understand it or not, it's not prudent right now. What really matters is you start understanding that if you're going to reprogram what's happening in your subconscious mind, why would you want to do that? Because of the symptoms that you're experiencing. You seem to start and stop. You seem to second guess every move that you make. You keep attracting things that you don't want. You find that you continue to struggle with getting things that you really want. Like you're not really making any progress. It's because your subconscious mind is in control and you haven't changed the setting that's inside your subconscious mind. Your subconscious mind is a computer. It's already been programmed, coded, and set. The applications are installed. Your job is to go in there and replace the applications, upgrade some ap applications, get rid of some applications, because that's what's controlling you. To do that, it's going to require repetition. Now, I often tell you guys about my military history only because, like, if I, I believe if I was not a coach, I wouldn't talk so much about it. But um, they understand about reprogramming people in the military. They understand it. They use repetition with everything that they're doing. Now, I'm going to share one of those practical things that I learned from the military that applies to what we're talking about today, because obviously the question here is, okay, how do I use repetition though? I'm going to give you a couple of practical steps you should be taking. But before I get there, one of the practical steps is repetition. Of course, that's what they were using in the military. They're just repeating themselves over and over and over again. For the parents in the room you know what I'm talking about. That's what you're doing with your, with your kids. It's repetition. But ask yourself, are you doing that with yourself? Are you using repetition to help you get what you want? Repetition is not just physical action. Repetition of the way that you think. Repetition on what you're studying every day. Repetition of what you're feeding your mind. Repetition of what you give your energy to. Then repetition of the actions that you're taking. It all matters. Your thoughts, your feelings, and your actions. What are your dominating thoughts? What are your dominating emotions, your feelings? What are your dominating actions that you've been taking every day? 
you should look at that and become very observant. Now, here's one exercise real quick that you can do. And this is a two-part exercise. You get yourself a notebook here and a pen and a committed decision to do this. And what you do is you write on this sheet of paper the time that your day is going to start. So let's say your day starts at 6 a.m. Then you'll write 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Okay. Now, what is the first part of this exercise? The first part of this exercise is to write down exactly what you did every hour. So, so far today, uh, at 6 a.m., I was studying. At 7, I was eating breakfast. At 8 a.m., I'm doing my show. At 9 a.m., I'm doing my show. At 10 a.m., I know I'm supposed to have a meeting. And you just write it out when you get it done. So you, I wouldn't pre-write this out. I'm just doing it for the sake of this example. But once you get to like the middle of the day, fill in what happened in the morning. And then when you get to the end of the day, fill out what happened during afternoon and evening time. Now, why do you want to do this? Because you need to see how you've been programmed and what you're really doing when it comes to repetition. What do you keep repeatedly doing? Now, if you guys want a visual example of what that would look like, it'd look like this. Okay. I know it's backwards on TikTok. Don't worry. That's part one. Part two is on another second sheet of, sheet of paper, you're going to write down the same thing. 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. At 6 a.m., what were you thinking about? I was thinking about my meeting. Uh, at 7 a.m., what was I thinking about? I was thinking about, uh, and when I ask what you're thinking about, I'm talking about really what you want to key on is what are those negative thoughts you've been having? So at 6 a.m., I didn't, I didn't have any negative thoughts. At 7 a.m., I had a negative thought that was like, oh, well, are you going to get tired again? Like, what's going on? Are you sick or something? You know, because I've been a little exhausted this week, not because of this show, but because of what we did over the past weekend was very physically exhausting. So I had that negative thought. And so I'd write that down. Oh, I was thinking negatively, you know, about being exhausted, right? Um, 8 a.m., what am I thinking about? Well, I haven't been thinking negative, negatively since starting the show. <laughs> but the point is, is that Every hour, you want to write down your dominating thoughts that are negative. Now, if you have the commitment to do this, you will shock yourself. You will become aware of your dominating thoughts, what you keep repeatedly 
programming your subconscious mind with. It's a very powerful exercise. Very powerful. I wouldn't take this lightly. I would actually make a commitment to do this. If you even did it for six hours, every hour you wrote down what you were thinking about that was negative, you're going you're gonna to be blown away. You're going to see why the results are the way that they are. You're going to see it for yourself. That's another way to get clear on how you've been using repetition to enforce these current beliefs that you already have. That's really what you're doing. Um, and also um, what you should be doing instead. Because after you got that information, after you know what you're physically doing from one hour to the next, and you know what you're thinking about from one hour to the next, and you have it written down, that's half the battle. Now you know why you are where you are. Now you know why things are the way that they are. It's because what you're dominantly thinking about with repetition, what you're doing with repetition. Yeah. So this is why Napoleon Hill says, That the repetition of affirmations to your subconscious mind is the only known voluntary method to develop the emotion of faith. Said another way, uh, the repetition of negative affirmations to your subconscious mind is the only known method to develop the emotion of fear. Okay? Polar opposite. Faith and fear is the same thing, just opposite of the same coin. Okay? So when you're writing down exactly all these negative thoughts, you're going to see why you're so scared. You're going to see why you have so much self-doubt. You're going to see why you've been procrastinating. You're going to read why you don't believe. It's because of these dominating thoughts, these repetition of negative affirmations you've been sending to your subconscious mind. That's what's happening. And we also want to pay attention to plain, unemotional words do not influence the subconscious mind. So sometimes you're going to have negative thoughts that doesn't really mean anything. They only mean something when you believe in them, when you give them energy, when you focus on them with intensity. You will get no results until you learn to reach your subconscious mind with thoughts or spoken words, which have been well emotionalized with belief. Now, I've said that quite a bit since doing this show that belief is a powerful thing and the way this works is you're either going to believe in something that is limiting or you're going to believe in something that is empowering think about that there is no in-between beliefs you either believe in something that limits your potential or you believe in something that maxes, maximizes your potential. What does that actually look like? Well, if you believe that money is bad, you're limiting your potential to earn money in the world. If you believe that money is good, what are you doing? You're putting yourself in a position to receive more money in this world. That's what I'm talking about. It's that simple. We have to really start understanding 
the power of repetition, what we are repeatedly doing every day. And, and based on what we're doing every day, is it helping us get to where we want to go? This is why I gave you guys that exercise. I want to know how many of you guys are going to actually do it though. How many of you will actually do it? This is how serious I am about this. If you write out the entire day what you did and what your negative thoughts were and you take a picture and you send it to me, I will personally get on a call with you and talk with you. And whatever problem you're having at that moment, I will give you 60 minutes of my time and I will coach you through that exact problem. That's how serious I am. I'm sending out an actual challenge to you. That if you do those two exercises and you send it to me, you'll just you'll have to email it to me, of course. Um, and if you guys don't know what my email is, it's uh, devori at darkenscoaching.com. We'll put it in the chat box here. And if my moderator on TikTok, if you could put that in there for them, devori at darkenscoaching.com. So I'm going to say this one more time and then we're moving on. If you execute on that exercise, part one and two, you complete it the entire day, not six hours, the entire day, and you take a picture, you email it to me, I will personally get on a call with you free of charge and I will coach you through the exact problem you may be having at that time. Make sure my moderator's got that. For the people on TikTok, can you guys type my email in there? It's devori at darkenscoaching.com. D-E-V-O-R-Y at darkenscoaching.com. All right, moving on. So let's go back to the chapter, Subconscious Mind. There we go. He wants you to know, Napoleon Hill that is, that you should not become discouraged if you cannot do this upon your first attempt. Remember that the subconscious mind may be voluntarily directed only through habit. Only through habit. How do you develop a habit? Repetition. That's how. Repetition is how you develop habits in your life. Repetition. Remember that the subconscious mind may be voluntarily directed only through habit. Remember that the subconscious mind may be voluntarily directed only through habit under the directions given in the chapter of faith. We talked about that yesterday. What were the instructions in the chapter of faith? It was writing down exactly what you want, what you're willing to give up to receive it, the time that you want it. That's what it is. The bottom line is that you have to develop reaching your subconscious mind through habit. Repetition. Repetition of affirmations to your subconscious mind. That's what you have to do. You have to be patient. That's what he says. You have to be persistent. 
Now, being persistent is where most people fall short. Why? They don't have a burning desire. I just talked to my brother about this this morning. He was like, man, I think one of the hard things for you as a coach is getting people to do the work. I said, no, the hardest thing, if there is one, is finding people who have a burning desire already. I can't give that to anybody. I can't give you a burning desire. That's what that's on you. I can't make you obsess. You do that on your own. I can't make you show up here every morning and listen to me. You do that on your own. You want to do that. How do we know that to be true? Well, I've read this a thousand times already, so we might as well read it again. All transformation begins with an intense burning desire to be transformed. The first step in the renewing of your mind is desire. You must want to be different before you can begin to change yourself. You must want, want to be different. There's a lot of people out there, their want is very weak. Their desire is very weak. They're not obsessed. They don't feel they have to do this. They don't feel they want to do this. They don't feel that way. So, it doesn't work. You got to have a burning desire. Um, Kennedy, if you can type my email in the comment section for people, devori at darkenscoaching.com. Devori at darkenscoaching.com. I gave people an exercise to do. And if they do the exercise and they email me the results, I will personally get on a call with them for 60 minutes. You could type that in there for everybody, please. Thank you. Again, an intense burning desire to be transformed. The first step in the renewing of your mind is desire. You must want to be different before you can begin to change. If this assumption is persistent in until it becomes your dominating feeling, the attainment of your goal is inevitable. Therefore, your attitude should be based on an obsession. You must be obsessed. You have to be obsessed. We're all obsessed about something. The trick is, are you obsessed about something that is helping you get what you want in life? That's... The, that's what you want to figure out. You have not had the time to master faith. So you have to be patient. You have to be persistent. To be persistent, you must have a burning desire. To exercise repetition with intention, you must have a burning desire. Now, how did we, when I served in the military... How did new recruits, how did they develop a burning desire? Well, when you're removed from your environment and you're placed in the military environment, obviously no one wants to be there, but how do you get to a point where you love being there? Well, there's little things that they do throughout the day. For example, they play something called... Um, According to some people's languages, it would be bugles. Uh, 
or music um, or jingles, call it whatever you want. But what they'll do is they'll play music in the morning. They'll play a music in the morning that says, okay, this is the time to wake up. Then they'll raise the flag. And if you're outside, you get to salute the flag. This is in America, of course. And when you're hearing the music and the flags going up, you can't help but get emotional. So the repetition of that, you start building this desire to serve your country. When you're in the classroom, they're educating you on military history and how many soldiers have passed away and have sacrificed their life for us to have the freedoms we do today. You can't help but be emotional about that. You start feeling like, oh man, I just want to be the best soldier. It's the least I can do. It's the least I can do. I often used to tell people um, what the numbers were per war that people died in in America. Now, this is not a discouraging statement, but it's it's to tell you that um, you should be proud, you should be happy, you should be grateful. Now, according to the updated numbers, they say that in World War II, in America, we had 405,000 people who passed away. 405,000, almost half a million. Half a million soldiers died. Imagine if that happened today. I mean, that would be insane. If you're trying to figure out, well, can you give me a comparison? Yeah. The recent war that America had, which is in Afghanistan and Iraq, which is where I served, there's only 7,000. 7,000 in comparison to 405,000. You guys want to know how many people passed away in the American Civil War? 605,000. Why am I telling you all this? Because they were telling us this in the classroom, in boot camp, in basic training, in the military. And you start becoming, you just, you start developing this desire to not end up like that. So you want to start paying attention. You don't want to get your buddy killed if you were to deploy. Uh, you start under, you, you start having this sense of gratitude for the people who have come before you and never even had a chance. I mean, most of these people were drafted. They were finished right when they got off the boat. Like, they didn't even make it to the beach. They died immediately. And I'm not discouraging anybody here, but I'm just painting the picture of when people join the military, why do they develop this burning desire to be the best soldier? Because it's just through these little things that they're doing. It's repetition. Repetition of the responsibility that you're being given. Repetition of the purpose behind serving in the military, repetition of the traditions and um, things that the military does that promotes this sense of patriotism. So you end up developing this burning desire to be the best that you can. Now, not everybody has that desire, by the way. Even though people go through basic training, they still end up um, being a waste of money and time for the military. So for some people... They can read this book, they can think about what they want, but it just doesn't click for them. My point and why I'm saying all this is because you have to have a burning desire and nobody can give that to you. That's something you give to yourself through the repetition of what you're feeding your mind. You start feeding your mind reasons on why you want what you want, 
reasons on why it's possible for you, reasons on why you're supposed to have it, you're going to start becoming obsessed. And again, I always tell people, I really believe there's only two ways. One way I believe is the primary way that somebody will start to have the burning desire to be transformed. That is through just being fed up. Being fed up. Some people have to reach rock bottom and reach a point where they emotionally are finished. They say, you know what? That's it. And and it's in their heart now. Emotionally, they say, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. I got to be better. Then some other people have to get into a tragic accident or something dramatically must take place in their life or traumatically that they almost die and then they become a different person because it's a shock to their system. They have a desire to go out there and just be the best that they can now and live a more humble and grateful life. So the third way, I said two ways, but the third way, um, if you haven't reached rock bottom and you don't want to, you have to immediately start feeding your mind ideas that causes you to fall in love with what you want. What are those ideas? What's going to happen if you get what you want is an idea. Why it's possible for you to have what you want. Surrounding yourself with people who already have what you want. Yeah. That's how you can do that. See, the repetition part, you're not going to do it if there's no burning desire. Let's go to it. This would be in the chapter on persistence, which would be chapter 9. Persistence is an essential factor in the procedure of transmuting your desire into its physical equivalent. Let me say that again. Persistence is an essential factor in the procedure of transmuting your desire into its physical equivalent. The majority of people who are ready to throw their aims, their goals, and their purposes overboard give up at the first sign of opposition or misfortune. A few carry on despite all opposition and they end up reaching their goal. This is why he says there may be no hero connotation to the word persistence, but the quality is to the character of man what carbon is to steel. One of the top characteristics of a successful person is persistence. That's what he's saying. You're not successful if you don't have persistence. Nobody becomes successful if they don't have persistence. That's there is no steel without carbon. There is no success without persistence. You must persist. Even when things don't seem to be going your way, you keep doing it anyway. That's what successful people do. Now, what does this have to do with repetition? Because you have to persist in applying the principle of repetition. You have to persist in repeating positive affirmations to yourself, to your subconscious mind. You have to persist in that. You just have to keep doing it. The subtitle of the chapter says, The Sustained Effort Necessary to Induce Faith. 
This is really good. He says, to get the results you want, you must apply all of the rules until their application becomes a fixed habit with you. In no other way can you develop the necessary consciousness you need to get what you want. Now, this is communicated in power of awareness as well. Where he says, Consciousness is the one and only reality. It is the first and only cause substance of the phenomena of life. What he's saying is the life that you are currently experiencing is based on your consciousness. What you are dominantly thinking about, how you dominantly feel, the ideas floating around in your mind, it's consciousness. When you change your consciousness, you change your life. So anyways, you have to apply these principles that we're discussing today until they become a fixed habit. That's what he's saying. You have to make the principles and thinking go rich a habit. That's what he says throughout the book as well. See, lack of persistence is one of the major causes of failure. The ease with which a lack of persistence may be conquered will depend entirely upon the intensity of one's what? What did we say was the number one thing you need to create change, to be transformed, to renew your mind, to apply repetition? What is that one ingredient? You have to have a burning desire. The ease with which a lack of persistence may be conquered will depend entirely upon the intensity of one's desire. The starting point of all achievement is desire. You got to keep this constantly in your mind. Weak desires bring weak results. Just as a small amount of fire makes a small amount of heat. If you find yourself lacking in persistence, this weakness may be remedied by building a stronger fire under your desires. So what are we what are you hearing? What am I saying? Well, what I'm saying is if you're going to exercise repetition intentionally. Repetition of what? Repetition of positive affirmations to your subconscious mind. Repetition of you imagining what you want to happen. Repetition of thinking for yourself, regardless of whatever is going on around you. Repetition of you doing things that serve you. Okay? Why is that so important? Well, he says that fortunes gravitate to people whose minds have been prepared to attract them. This is why I said, you're not taking anything. You're not getting anything. You're receiving. You put yourself in a position to receive what you're attracting to yourself. What dictates what you attract to yourself? What you're dominantly thinking about and how you dominantly feel. That's what it is. Fortunes that gravitate to people whose minds have been prepared to attract them. 
just as surely as water gravitates to the ocean. If you find you are weak in persistence, center your attention upon the instructions contained in the chapter on power. Surround yourself with a mastermind group, and through the cooperative efforts of the members of this group, you can develop persistence. Meaning, if you start hanging around people who are going somewhere, you're going to start going somewhere. That's what he's saying. If you hang around people who are after it every day, who are consistent, who are making things happen, you will become one of them. You may not be that person from day one, but sooner or later, if you just keep showing up, you will accept their way of doing things. That's the way it works. Now, listen to this. You will find additional instructions for the development of persistence in the chapters on auto-suggestion and the subconscious mind. Follow the instructions outlined in these chapters until your habit nature hands over to your subconscious mind a clear picture of the object of your desire. From that point on, you will not be handicapped by a lack of persistence. Your subconscious mind works continuously while you are awake and while you are asleep. So let's go back. He says, follow the instructions outlined in these chapters until your habit nature hands over to your subconscious mind. What are the instructions in the chapters of auto-suggestion and the subconscious mind? Auto-suggestion, the repetition of affirmations to your subconscious mind that are emotionalized. That's one of the primary instructions in auto-suggestion. Are you suggesting to yourself positive ideas? What does it mean to do that? It means that you're not aimlessly consuming content on social media that provides no value. You're not doing that anymore. You're not hanging around people that provides no value. You're not consuming the news and other information around you in your environment that does not provide value. What you end up doing is you start repeating to yourself the positive ideas you want in your subconscious mind. You start to imagine them repeatedly. And how do you do that? You write it on a gold card. You keep it on your desk. You have yourself a vision board. You look at it every day. You put it in your, your restroom. You look at it every day. You look yourself in the mirror. You can repeat the affirmations there. You get in your car. You can repeat the affirmations there. You can be listening to this in your car while you're going to work. You could be listening to this in the shower. You could be listening to this when you're on your lunch break. Guys, there is no excuse on why somebody can't do this. You have all the time in the world to make this happen. Let me tell you how good you can get at this. When I first started out as a coach, the program that I uh, coach my clients through today, I was listening to this material everywhere. In my car, in the shower, on the plane, when I'm going to sleep, when I'm waiting on something, when I'm working out, I'm constantly feeding my mind the food it needs to thrive. That is persistence. Now, for a lot of you guys out there, this seems like an obstacle for you. This seems like it's something that will be hard to do. I'm going to tell you right now, if you have a burning desire, you'll do it. I have a burning desire. I had a burning desire ever since day one of starting this journey. So I never had an issue of playing these lessons and reading. I never had an issue because I had a burning desire. When you are obsessed, you'll do whatever is required. 
So to get the results, you must apply these rules until they become a fixed habit within you. Poverty is attracted to the ones whose mind is favorable to it. As money is attracted to people whose minds has been deliberately prepared to attract money. And through the same laws, a poverty consciousness will voluntarily seize the mind, which is not occupied with the money consciousness. A poverty consciousness develops without conscious applications of habits that are favorable to it. The money consciousness must be created to order unless one is born with such a consciousness. Now, some people are born with a money consciousness. I was describing the story of my own, my brother. His father was a millionaire, but his father was murdered before he was born. He never knew his father, never seen him, never talked to him. But he has the same behavioral patterns and beliefs around money that his father did. The only difference is his father was doing it in an illegal way. He's doing it in a legal way. This is why I say we're programmed genetically as well. A lot of people have a hard time wrapping their head around that. But we really are when you take a look at the behavioral patterns and the belief systems that your parents or grandparents had, you'll see the relationship. You'll see that connection. But let's get back to the main thing at hand here, because how are you going to exercise repetition? First, you must understand that be persistent no matter how slowly you may at first have to move. With persistence will come success. When I served in the military, one of the biggest statements they, they, they would tell us when it comes to learning is slow is smooth, smooth is fast. I want you to think about what I said. Slow is smooth, smooth is fast. You have to go slow to master the fundamentals of what you're learning and what you're doing. When you start to master the fundamentals and you do things exactly the way they've been instructed, but you do them slowly because you want to make sure you do them the right way, then what happens is you'll get very comfortable with it and it will be smoother of a process. Well, once the process becomes smoother, the faster you'll move. You'll move at a faster speed. People are trying to accomplish this in reverse. They're trying to move quickly they don't move smoothly. They're erratic. They're all over the place. They're trying to get what they want too quickly. They need it now. They're so desperate. That ain't going to help you. Matter, matter of fact, that makes it worse. I told you, the military, I mean, I like to think the, whoever's behind it all were writing some of these books. So he goes on to say that uh, let's see here. There is no substitute for persistence. It cannot be replaced by any other quality. Remember this. Remember this as you go throughout your life. So how do you develop persistence? Let me touch on that. And then we'll get back to how this relates to repetition. And we'll talk about some practical exercises you can be doing. Number one, how to develop persistence, a definite purpose backed by burning desire for its fulfillment. Okay. What does that mean? That means 
you want something and not only do you want it, you're obsessed with it because we all want something doesn't mean we're obsessed with it. There's a difference. I want a nice car, but I really don't care for it. Yeah, you're not going to get it. You have to be obsessed. You have to have a burning desire. Okay. That's number one. Number two, a definite plan expressing continuous action. Now, what do I do? I have what I call the purpose blueprint. That's what I use as my plan. The purpose blueprint clearly articulates what my purpose is, what the vision is, what the goal is, how am I going to start thinking, how do I need to start behaving on a mindset level, then I get into what action steps am I taking to get to the goal? What help am I getting to make sure I follow through on this? That's what the purpose blueprint is all about. So that's number two, a definite plan expressed in continuous action. Number three, a mind closed tightly against all negative and discouraging influences, including negative suggestions of relatives, friends, and acquaintances. This we could talk about for the rest of the show, because some of you guys are allowing broke people to give you financial advice. Some of you guys are allowing people who never take risks to tell you don't take a risk. You got to stop that. You you better be very intelligent on who you take your advice from. Because the only people you should even be considering listening to is people who've already done it. People who have it or people who specialize in helping people get it. That's it. Nothing else. We, why do we do this? Because we're in the habit of doing it. We're in the habit of asking our friends and our parents, and what do you think I should do? Do you think I should do that? Do you? You're asking the wrong people. This is why I'm a big promoter of getting a mentor. I always tell people if I can go back and change anything, which I wouldn't, but if I had in another multi-universe or parallel universe, I would have gotten a mentor very uh, young, and I would just would have stuck with them. I didn't do that. When you don't have a mentor, you'll ha- you'll fall into the habit of doing things in the wrong way, and then you'll develop the habit of doing things in the wrong way, and then that leads to you believing, uh, you know, you know, it just keeps happening. It's on repeat. So anyhow, the point is what? The point is is that you want to be very intelligent on who you're hanging around, who you're listening to. You have to be. And you got to stop asking for people's approval. If you have a dream that you're very clear on, that's who you are. That's exactly who you are. You guys want to know a great song that you should listen to? It's by Sammy Davis Jr. It's called I Gotta Be Me. And part of the lyrics, which is really good, by the way, he says, I can't be right for somebody else if I'm not right for me. You're not going to be right with yourself if you're not going after what you want in life. You're not. He says, I got to be me. I got to be me. The dream that I see makes me what I am. 
I want to live, not merely survive. And I won't give up this dream of life that keeps me alive. Every one of you, you have a dream. You have an idea of something you really want in your life. You have to knock off these bullshit excuses on why you can't get that life. You deserve it. It's your birthright. You're worthy of this dream that you have. Every single day, someone wakes up in the morning and they manifest the dream that they've had. Every day. There's 8 billion people in the world. This is happening every day. So there's no reason for you to think it's not possible. It is possible. The question is, are you feeding your mind with repetition why it's possible? Are you consuming the right information? I got to be me. I got to be me. The dream that I see makes me what I am. It's who you are. That's the point. If you can see it in your mind, you can hold it in your hand. That's from Bob Proctor. But if you cannot see it, it's not going to happen. You got to be able to see it. You got to think about it. And I'm saying all this because... Your relatives, your friends, your co-workers, they can't possibly understand what you're talking about. It's not their dream. It's not their vision. And they don't owe you an understanding. So don't look for that either. No one needs to understand the dream that you have. Only you do. Your lack of understanding your dream is why you're not getting what you want. You're trying to look for everybody else to understand, everybody else to approve it and to validate it. You're in trouble when you do that. That's not what you want to do. The only person, you don't even need validation. That's the crazy part about it. The fact that you're alive, you're already validated. God has given you these higher mental faculties for you to be able to think what you want to think, to think your truth. To see what you want on the screen in your mind, regardless of whatever is in front of you, you're already validated. You're already special. You're a genius. This is how I started the show today. And we see this level of genius through everything that we have in this world today. Through software and hardware and equipment and homes and architecture and the way that we do things as a, as a society today. All because somebody was expressing their genius. They close their mind off to negative influences. That's what they did. Number four, a friendly alliance with one or more persons who will encourage one to follow through with both plan and purpose. You have to have accountability. You have to have accountability. Because remember, why are we talking about repetition when it comes to reprogramming the subconscious mind? Because you already have ideas in your subconscious mind that will stop you from being persistent that will stop you from following through with your action plan that will stop you from going after your dream this is why mentorship and accountability is very important the repetition of you speaking to someone who keeps telling you why you can do it keeps getting you to see why you can do it keeps helping you think through that what's going to happen you're going to make it happen you're going to start thinking that way and it doesn't take much. I got people who just listen to the show and their lives have changed. 
It's the repetition. It's the repetition that takes people from all over the world with different personalities, different religions, different cultures, different habits, different belief systems. They come to the military in 60 days. They're all the same. It's repetition. It's repetition that you right now are teaching your young child to do the things you need them to do. How are they going to learn how to tie their shoe? Repetition. How are they going to learn how to put their clothes on? Repetition. How are they going to learn how to speak the English language or whatever language you speak in your own country? Repetition. And how are you going to get what you want in your life? Repetition. Repetition of what? Let's go back to it. Repetition of positive affirmations to your subconscious mind. What does that actually look like? You can do it in the form of a gold card. I went over this early in the week. You could do it by reading this book every day. You can do it by visualizing the money that you want every day. You can do it through a vision board. The primary objective that you're looking to achieve is crystal. You have to be very crystal clear on what it is that you want. This is where people fall short on. They say they want a lot of money, but they don't even know what a lot of money is in their mind yet. You need to be crystal clear on the amount of money. I'm using money because that's a, an example everybody can relate to. If you're wanting that relationship, how clear are you on the person that you want? You have to be clear. The repetition of clear, concise affirmations to your subconscious mind. Clear and concise. That's what you want. The repetition of sending that to your subconscious mind intentionally. This does not work if there's no burning desire, if there's no emotion behind it. You have to have emotion. You have to have emotion. So this is why for a lot of you guys, Visuals really work for you. Sometimes you have to see this process visually. Um, and I think the best person who has explained this process visually is Bob Proctor. Now, Bob Proctor did not come up with the visual himself. It was actually a doctor called Thurman Fleet. Who came up with this image of the mind and how it relates to the results that you're getting. But I find that Bob Proctor seems to be the only person who's actually, or who was using that to bring the point home in all this. There's nothing taking nothing away from anybody else. It's just that I find that the image really makes it make sense. So let's look at that really quick. I have it here on my desk. So let me see, make sure everybody can see this. So what are you looking at? This circle right here is your mind. And down here, it's your body. 
Now, these are your arms at a 45-degree angle. Obviously, you don't stand like this, but just work with me here. The big circle is your mind. The smallest circle is your body. Now, you see there's a line through the middle here. That means the first half or the top half of this circle is your conscious mind, what you're thinking about every day. The bottom half is your subconscious mind. This is where the ideas are fixed. This is where the habits are located, the belief system. Now, what are these weird-looking antennas? These weird-looking antennas are your five senses, what you see, hear, smell, taste, and touch. And that's how people live their lives, based off what they see, hear, smell, taste, and touch. That's why they don't get what they want in their life. They allow what they see to drive what they think about. And what they think about all the time because of what they're looking at is repetition to the subconscious mind. That's what's happening. What you have to do is ignore your five senses and to start thinking your own truth using your imagination, which is in your conscious mind. This is the stick person concept, okay? Through the repetition of planting an idea in your subconscious mind here at the bottom half of the circle, it will start to change the way you feel inside your body, which will alter your behavior. That's why it happens. This is why I keep talking about purpose. This is why I bring up the subconscious mind. This is why I keep going back to think and grow rich. That's why Napoleon Hill has two chapters dedicated on the subconscious mind. One is called auto-suggestion and two is called the subconscious mind. Why? Because the subconscious mind is the medium through what's happening in your life. It's the cause. It's the root cause. Now, we cannot directly control our subconscious mind, but we can plant things in our subconscious mind that causes it to change what it's doing. And the way that we do that is through emotional repetition. Repetition of emotional affirmations to your subconscious mind. I think that's said, I think that's the best way to say it. The repetition of emotional affirmations to your subconscious mind is the way that you're going to reprogram what's happening down there and start to get what you want. Let me say that again. The repetition of emotional affirmations. Affirmations that are what? Emotional. So sometimes you're going to say an affirmation and you don't feel it. Find one where you feel it. Switch out the words. Sometimes saying, I'm so grateful that I'm earning $10,000 a month. Maybe you don't get emotional when you say that. Maybe you get emotional when you say, I'm so grateful that I'm learning how to earn $10,000 a month. Maybe that feels better. Maybe that feels better. Or, I'm so grateful now that I'm paying for vacations for my family. Maybe I'm so grateful that the relationship with my family is improving. That feels good. you got to find the affirmations that trigger the emotion. And that's why I'm always recommending to you guys 
gratitude, becoming grateful for the life that you have and, the, and grateful for the life that you want. Being grateful feels good, right? <laughs> feels good. So the repetition, the repetition of emotional affirmations, emotional ideas to your subconscious mind is the point in this, in today's show. So what are some practical steps that you should be taking to do this? Well, none of these are a secret. Some of you guys are already doing this. Um, Number one is finding the affirmations you want to plant in your subconscious mind and put music behind them. Why? Because music always makes you emotional, right? This is why I've done, you know, and find yourself the meditation music, right? You can find yourself meditation music. And uh, let's see here what we got. And you start playing it. Oh, you guys can't hear it. Hold on. Let's see. Right? Uh, let's see. I don't think you guys on YouTube can hear this, but that's okay. There we go. Let's get me out of the way here. Right? So what am I doing? I'm playing music and I could start repeating affirmations to myself because music is what relaxes me. It relaxes you. Okay. Now that's just one example. Okay. Now let me get out of here. There we go. Now I may not use that one because maybe that one doesn't really resonate with me. Find a piece of music that resonates with you. Find a piece of music that truly gets you emotional and it may take you some time to find it. It's okay. This is a journey. This is not a sprint. Okay. This is a marathon. So you might want to look at, um, different YouTube channels. Um, you may want to look at people who specialize in creating music that relaxes your mind and your body. And then what you do is you record yourself with these affirmations and you place it on top of the music and then you just replay it to yourself. And you could be doing this when you go to sleep. You could be doing it in the shower. You could be doing it while you're using the restroom for the men in the room who we like to sit in the restroom for an hour. <laughs> um, you could be playing this everywhere. That's one way. That's, that's very practical. That doesn't cost you any money. And to record your voice is not a difficult thing to do. It's very simple. Okay. The second way is what I said during the show, which was the either using a goal card, a card with your goal on it in the present tense, a vision board, a sticky note on your desk or your laptop. Doesn't matter what it is, but you keep seeing it every day and you keep thinking that it's, it's happened already. You ask yourself, you read your goal and then you ask yourself, okay, how does it feel now that this has happened? What is happening because of this? 
What do I see changing in my life because this has happened already? You're thinking from that place. That's repetition of positive ideas, repetition of an emotional idea to your subconscious mind. That's number two. Now, number three, it's practical, but it may take a little bit of time. Uh, you need to start hanging around different people. And you may not even be able to necessarily hang around these people all the time as far as in your local area. You might need to find an accountability group. Get yourself a mentor. Uh, find people online that are doing what you're doing. Whatever you do, you must start to surround yourself with people who are thinking this way already. Who are doing what you want to do. Because the repetition of their way of thinking will go into your subconscious mind and you will become the way that they are. And so that's why it's important to surround yourself with the right people. Those are three practical ways. Uh, by using repetition, you can reprogram your subconscious mind. All right. All right. So, guys, if you've gotten a lot of value out of today's show, you know what you got to do. Hit the like button. If you're on YouTube, hit the like button. We got a lot of people watching on YouTube. Hit the like button, guys. Uh, people on TikTok, hit the like. Or you're going to have to double tap your screen. I believe that's what it is. Get the likes up. All right. So let's take your guys' questions. Uh, you guys can call into the show. Whether you want to give a testimonial or you have a question you want me to answer, you can call in the show by going over to the YouTube channel uh, inside the chat box there. It's pinned to the top, the link to the Zoom. So just hit the Zoom. Come on in. We'll answer your questions. Or if you want to provide a testimonial, you could do that too. Let me address some questions we may have had on YouTube. Let's see here. Yeah, Tana says, uh, a nine-month a nine coma is what did it for me. Exactly. Sometimes people, it's funny the way that the universe works, but it's the way that it, it's the way that it goes. Everything is, is working for you. Everything is working for you. All right, let's see here. Okay. All right, hold on, let's see here.
Hold on really quick. All right. Let me see here. We have somebody in the Zoom. So let's see what they have to say today. And you guys should be able to hear them. <laughs> Hello. Oh. How are you? Good, good. And yourself? Doing great. How do you pronounce your name? Najib. Najib. Okay. Uh, what's your question? Sure. Uh, no question. Uh, I just wanted to call in and, and give some some good positive feedback. Um, you know, myself, I got four kids, a growing family, and, you know, things have been on the up and up. Things have been looking good, falling into places right where they need to be, and you know, I, I, I had found and felt like there was something, something that I needed to like really to really go after the things that I wanted. And I got to going on TikTok and I, I came across your page. And one of the first videos I found was the, um, the subconscious mind, you know, some of the steps you can, you can take to reprogram that. And, and from there, man, I, I, I went and got thinking grow rich. I'm on like my third read between Napoleon Hill and yourself and, you know, these live shows every day. I got the blueprint, um, the workbook and, and the course and, you know, all these things and, you know, all the pieces are just falling right into place. And, you know, every day you've got a live and you're saying something that's just that, that's clicking right where it needs to be. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm remaining committed and, and, and persistent, man. And I just want to personally let you know that you know, what you're doing is, is amazing, man. Keep it going. And you know, myself personally, you know, you, you've helped a lot, you know, your demeanor and, you know, the way you talk and break things down. It's, it's great. It's great. I love the show. I love the lives. I'll be back tomorrow. Keep it going, man. Major love, major blessings to you. <laughs> Thank you very much. I appreciate the feedback. I'm happy. I'm happy Absolutely. to hear that. Yeah, things. You just keep doing what you're doing, Najib. That things are gonna work out for you. They are. And just keep they repeating that Absolutely. to yourself. Yeah, just keep repeating that. Absolutely, man. I'm I'm headed back into work. You guys take care. All right, you too. Thank you. Thanks so much. Bye. Yeah. All right, that was a testimonial there. Uh, hold on, let me get my stuff in order here. All right. So, yeah, I really am grateful to hear that from Najib. Again, like I told you guys, I, I hear that quite often from people. Um, um, and I'm very grateful. That's why I'm doing this. It's for you. It's to help you get what you want in life. And you guys can do it. That's the, that's the beautiful thing about everything that we're talking about. None of it's far-fetched. 
Okay. There's proof all over the world that shows you that whatever your dream is, it's possible. Now, will it take some time? Probably. You know, will you need to become a different person? Absolutely. Will you need to put some work in? Yeah. Not just physical work, but mental work in becoming this person. But if you do that, there's no reason why you won't won't have those things. It's inevitable. All right, let's uh, get people from TikTok on the screen here. All right, let's see here. Uh, we got some comments here. All right, how do I know what my purpose is? Well, one of the things that you can do is go to my profile and download the Purpose Finder cheat sheet, which will guide you through that process. Um, usually that is what helped. I just got two emails last night from someone um, a couple of people who downloaded it last night and they were telling me how it really helped them. My point that I'm making here is that um, your purpose is inside you. One of the ways that can help you realize your purpose is by answering the right questions. And so that's what the Purpose Finder Cheat Sheet is there for, to help you get the ideas out of your mind and on some paper. So the how, that's what I would do, Okay. Now, to give you context about your purpose in life, again, it's not something you go out there and get. It's something that's already inside of you. And one of the common denominators and really the core of a purpose in life is the emotional love, something you truly love to do, something you would love to dedicate your life to. Uh, this is why I had to stop complaining. That energy was bringing in more problems. Exactly. Exactly. It's like complaining brings more poverty and gratitude brings more riches. Great show today. Thank you. I love the username. Isn't it wonderful? <laughs> Yeah. I mean, there's different guys. There's not one way to do this when it comes to visualization and the vision board. There's so many ways to do it. What you want to understand is the principle behind it. The principle of what? The principle of emotional repetition, seeing what you want in your mind with repetition and emotion. That's the principle you want to execute, what you want to respect. It doesn't matter how you do that as long as that's what you're doing. So for some people, they use the gold card. For others, they just sit there, relax, and they think about it. For other people, they have to physically touch it, see it, smell it, you know. Um, other people, they have to write it down. You know, there's so many ways to repeat the idea in your mind. Um, so there's no wrong way to do it. 
But I will say you're not doing it correctly if you're not getting emotional about it. You have to get emotional about it. And again, that may take intelligent questions to get you to truly think about things in your mind that causes you to feel empowered and grateful. How do you heal anxious attachment style? I'm not too sure I understand that question. Maybe you can uh, rephrase that. How to heal anxious attachment style. I'm not too sure I know what that means. It's like, sounds like two questions in one. So if you could reframe that question, that would be great. Awesome illustration with the object. Belief system well explained. Yep. Yes, ignore the senses. That's right. Ignore the senses and stay very focused on the purpose. Exactly. So grateful for your content. Very grateful for you guys. Uh, music does not work for me. Okay. Well, and then you say maybe Christian music. <laughs> music works for everybody. The thing is, you just got to find the music that you resonate with. Music by default is emotional. It's a vibration. It's an energy. You can't help it. You can't deny it. It just depends on what music it is. And then again, if you were to sit in a room every single day and hear the same song, you will love it sooner or later. This is what happens with music on the radio. We all know that song that we hated on day one. This doesn't always happen every song we hear, but there are songs out there that we didn't like in the beginning. We didn't care for but we, but because we kept hearing it, we what? It got into our subconscious mind. Let's see here. Can your gratitude list be a mix of things you have and the things you desire worded in the present? That's exactly the way that it should be. That's what I always recommend is to put them together. What you have and what you want. That's exactly it. What you have or what you desire. Yeah, in the present tense. What do, I do, what do I do when I feel no emotion because I feel useless and hopeless? Well, I, I think number one is you're focusing on a negative idea. That's what you're doing. There's a negative idea that keeps dominating your mind. You keep thinking negatively about something, either yourself or your life. And with repetition, it's caused you to feel useless and hopeless. What you're going to have to start doing is exercise the power of repetition. You got to start thinking about something else that's positive. One of the most practical exercises to do this is with the gratitude list. So my recommendation would be execute a gratitude list every day. And also get into educating yourself on the way that your mind works. 
How can I communicate confidently without caring what people think about me? The answer is in the question. Communicate confidently without caring what others think. Just stop caring. What do they have to do with your ability to communicate confidently? Now, here's a, here's a nice little tip. If you're in a position where you have to speak quite often to people, um, one of the best ways to feel confident when you're doing that is to keep your focus on helping them get what they want. So when you're communicating with somebody, focus on helping them, focus on helping them get what they want. Stop focusing on yourself. Stop focusing on how you look, how you sound. Don't think about that stuff. Just focus on helping them and really feel that way. <coughs> Some can argue that is a very valuable idea that people will charge a lot of money for. But that really is the secret. When it comes to public speaking, the best way to handle that is not even your grammar or your announcing things or how you pronounce things it's really on overall are you really thinking about helping people because even if you stutter over your words even if you mispronounce the english language people at the end of the day are going to remember how you made them feel that's the way it works they're going to remember how you made them feel they will pick up on your energy if you start to focus on helping them they'll pick up on that energy they'll start to feel like you genuinely want to help them. And so their response is going to be different. How do I manage time with having ADHD? You got to stop accepting the idea that you have ADHD. You got to get out of that. The problem is this. You're, you've accepted the identity that you have ADHD. So what does your mind start to do? It looks for things that causes you to experience disruptions in your thinking. That's what happens. If you stop identifying that you have ADHD and you start telling yourself that you have a clear, organized mind, you'll start doing that. The other thing is if you have a burning desire and you're focused on something, you really won't have ADHD because your mind is dominated by what you're focusing on. Now, that may be hard to believe for some people out there, but understand something, I had ADHD, or I thought I used to have ADHD. I was diagnosed, I was given medication for it as a kid and as an adult, and it never worked. Two things really contribute to me leaving that behind. Number one, a change in my diet. I stopped consuming sugar. Okay, now I still consume a little bit of sugar here or there. That's processed. I'm talking about Americans are consuming sugar at an all-time high, and that's why they can't focus. Number two, or they're too energetic. Number two is understanding my mind, that I'm choosing to think about whatever it is that I'm thinking about. When you understand those two things, you'll get ahead of it, and you'll move on. All right, I think we've gone through calls. We've gone through questions. So I think we can actually wrap up here. 
So what's the takeaway today? Well, we talked about the repetition in order to reprogram your subconscious mind. What does it require? It requires a burning desire. You're not going to do something repeatedly unless you really want to, unless you feel you have to, because you really want something. That's the prerequisite. You have to have a burning desire. And I cannot give that to you. Nobody can. That's something within you. Now, I have a couple of shows talking about how to feed your burning desire. I would just go back and look at the podcast or the YouTube channel and you'll see it. Just search desire and it'll come up. I, there's a show that I've dedicated where I talked about how do you feed your desire? So prerequisite is you got to feed your desire. You got to have a burning desire. Okay. You have to want to. This desire will help you develop persistence, which is exactly what you need to execute repetition every day. Now, repetition of what? This is what we talked about today. What is the repetition? Repetition of positive affirmations, emotional affirmations, your goal, your dream, your imagination, um, what you want to happen, a vision board, your gratitude list, the repetition of you thinking and seeing what you want and getting emotional about it is the key. And that is the only key. There is no other secret out there. That's everybody's saying the same thing. This is the way that I teach it is you need to become emotional about an idea that is very clear and concise. And you need to have that idea on repeat in your mind every single day. And you have to practice the habit of rejecting things that have nothing to do with that idea. Things that you'll need to reject are people, your friends, your relatives, your coworkers, your old way of doing things, how you're spending your time. This is why I gave you guys those two exercises to do. So you can become very aware of what you're dominantly thinking about already. So that's what we mean when we say the repetition of positive ideas. You can do it. If you really want to do it, you will do it. Because you don't know how long you're going to be alive. alive so you might as well do it. You deserve to live that life that you want. But in order to get there, you're going to have to make some changes in your subconscious mind. In order to do that, you need to exercise repetition. And stop trying to be in a rush. Stop thinking you have to have these things yesterday. You need to delay your gratification on this. You have to be willing to submit to the process for a long for a long extended period of time. There are certain things that you want that will not take long at all. But the bigger the dream, the longer it's going to take. That's that's what it is. It's just like Elon Musk right now, his dream is to get to Mars. It's going to take a while before we get there, but we will get there. We will get there. But it's going to take some time. So the bigger your dream, the more time it's going to take, but it will happen if you keep believing and you keep planting that in your subconscious mind. So don't give up. Don't become discouraged. Don't doubt the process. You're just starting. You're just starting. And I'm confident if you follow these principles today, you will get to where you want to go. All right. 
that is the show, everyone. As I always say, I'm very grateful for people who participated today. This show was recorded, so you can go back and listen to this on Spotify, Apple, Google, or Amazon podcasts, and you can watch the replay on the YouTube channel. So with that, love you guys. Have a great, amazing weekend. Really think about what we talked about today. Reference the other episodes that I've done if you have questions about something. More than likely, I've already spoke on it. So you go back to my YouTube channel or my podcast and search for them. This is episode number 48. So when we get to episode number 50, I'm going to do something special. So I can't wait for that. That's next week, by the way. Now, having said that, take care, everyone. And I'll catch you guys.